Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's happening out there, podcast land? I finished that with a flurry. It's a soft landing there. I like it. Well, it was one of those pitches that I was going to throw a fastball last minute. I said, nope, change up. What's happening, y'all? Hey. Man, we've had a interesting conversation, y'all. Hey. That will never get on the air. Not if you value your life, apparently. I saw that look. She was. You didn't really think I would talk about that on the. I was that's oh. that is that is mosaic of Marion material. Office, that was office material. This old Barney would say nip it in the bud. Nip that's it, nip it, nip it. <laughs> <laughs> Mona has no clue what we're talking about. Oh. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Buddy, we hadn't been a whole two minutes in yet, and I've gotten death look twice. <laughs> I'm just so saying Dan. if I need to leave a room so there's not more witnesses, let me know. Hey Dan. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I'm Hank, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss hey, Mona, hey. Uh, just for my people in Brazil, my fachia de casa. I have not forgot you guys. I've got um, Dan Jelly Bean over there. You need to learn. You need to learn how to say Jelly Bean in uh, Portuguese. <laughs> in Portuguese, oh well, that's that. Let me just say something. I mean, no, I, I assumed in in English you had it mastered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been doing a great job so far. <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> so jelly bean in Portuguese. Okay, <laughs> jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> so- no. <laughs> yes, it is. That's what are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> Thought I had you. Either way it goes. If I go to Portuguese and translate it to English, <laughs> it's still jelly bean. And if I go the other way, it's still jelly bean. somehow robbed because of that. <laughs> yeah. So, my guys in Brazil, they want us to do a live simulcast. Oh. <laughs> That's scary. My Brazil friends, that scary. I was about to say, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I don't know. I've got to see if we've got the technology I've to be able to like beep you in real time. I've literally had two to three of them ask me if we could do this podcast live. Oh, It's because they miss us. I miss them miss a them. lot. Absolutely. So anyway, hey, we're in Revelation chapter two still. Yeah. So Dan and Drew on the goose of grace, <laughs> as I as I teased my son yesterday um, at some point, you guys, it's like you guys fell into John and can't get out. Oh, oh we're, we're out. No, you're not. No, you're we can't. We jump back in. You no, jumped back did. in last year, last yeah. episode. You we jumped did. back we in. We jumped back in, but but we'll be out. The episode that that drops, I'm doing my time travel thing yesterday evening. Yeah, uh huh. Right, yep, right. Totally. Yep. Um, so you, I, all I know is every time I listen to you guys, you're well. We're back in John. The funny thing is, I was like, oh, I know what I want to talk about today, and we we're like, okay, let's let's find the scripture we want to really hit on that. It was in John. Yeah, we had to we had to go elsewhere, even though it wasn't like the scripture we wanted to use for it. I was like, I refused after you you razzed us about it. I, I did razz. John. There was some razzing we'll take going one, on. Uh, one episode off. We'll be back in John. Yeah, John. Can, and y'all are in John. John. <laughs> yeah, John. John. Right. The, and I, I did laugh. I said, either you guys are in Genesis or John. <laughs> That's. <laughs> 
So we have our favorites. <laughs> really, it's a lot so, of the hey, that we talk about. Um, we're in Revelation chapter two. Um, we're talking about the church. Matter of fact, I think I have said the name of this church wrong my whole life. <laughs> I used to say the church of Thyatira, but it's <laughs> Thyatira. I, I have no clue. I just that's what I heard of that. But it's Thyatira. How do you say it, Mona? I, I don't really know, but <laughs> there's no R there. No, sounded, no, sounded like just... a village of a Dr. Seuss book there. <laughs> Man's got one flaw, and you guys are mocking me. <laughs> I mean, I have one moment of just well, openness for you, tenderness here. I have a slightly and different you guys approach. Start laughing. I usually just avoid using it all together. <laughs> like uh, the play, you know, That's the, play. the one that starts with a T. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> it's loaded. Yes. There's a lot of verses, and there's a lot in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to lead the way with all your notes, right? You're right. <laughs> Just right under the bus. Just all from the start. See, <sighs> they don't know that. Well, they might when I'm fumbling. With nothing <laughs> to say. They might figure out that I didn't bring my notes. You didn't write, she left her notes at her I house. I don't really know where <laughs> they are. <laughs> Somewhere between here and there. Yep. All right. Well, let's just dive in. So, since you have no notes, why don't you read? Okay. <laughs> Almost said because you have no nose. You do have a nose. It's holding up your glasses. <laughs> oh, Hank. This is going way I'll goose of grace. Strong start. Yeah. But we're gonna bring it back in. Okay. All right. You read that, Jelly Bean. Yeah. And I said that in Portuguese. I was about to say thank you for, <laughs> for bringing back both languages there. Um. Do you pray. Yep. You want yeah. to read it all? Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know how far we'll get, but yeah, okay. read it all. I'm sure we'll be in it at least two weeks, but still read it. Maybe next week, Mona will have notes. <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Revelation 2, chap- starting in verse 18. And to the angel of the church in... No, I can't say it. <laughs> Thyatira... Right, the words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your works, your love and faith and service and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols." I give her time, gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her onto a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her I will throw into great tribulation, unless they repent of her works. And I will strike her children dead, and all the t- churches will know that I am he who searches mind and heart, and I will give to each of you according to your works. <clears throat> but to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan. To you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. Only hold fast which you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron, as when earthen pots are broken in pieces." even as I myself have received authority from my father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. All right, let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time where we can spend spend time together and and spend time with those who listen. And we thank you for the fact that that these friendships, this time that we spend together, the glue that holds them together is your word and, and your truth. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for the fact that that truth does not change, that the words that we're reading now still apply, that just like you, they do not change and they are always beneficial to us. Heavenly Father, we just pray that your truth be be uplifted and that you be glorified during this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. All right, just jump out with a question. <laughs> okay. Who do we know from Scripture that Paul led to the Lord that was from Thyatira? Tira. I don't know. Do you remember it? She was a seller of purple. Hmm. Then it must have been Lydia. Lydia. That I know. Acts chapter 16. In Acts chapter 16, I think it's the first time that we hear of this place. Um, in Acts chapter 16, when Paul was there preaching the gospel, he goes down by the river. And um, in verse uh, 14, he says that um, one who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira. Tyra, whatever. You say Tyra, I say Tyra. Okay. Same place. Why is it a long? Is it a long day or short day? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think you're smarter than me, so <laughs> I, I I usually try to acquiesce to what you say. I didn't look it up to find out what it okay. was. Okay, so a seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I, so hold on. Who opens our heart? Do we open it ourselves? No. It's the Lord. How do you know that? Please be. See. How do I know that? Yeah. Well, because it, I mean, it's in scripture that it's the. Um, whole you just let me down. Are you could. I thought you were really going to say, well, you just read it. <laughs> that too. It's in scripture. She was yeah. checking her notes. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. That's so my no, one. It is. That's my one. It, it, it's really, I, and I, I mean, just, we're going to hit on this for a second. We'll spend a lot of time here. So often we'll say, people say, well, I'm seeking out the Lord. No, actually, mm. you never would seek him on your own. Yes. Right. You know, it's only when he is lifted up mm-hmm. that he says, I'll draw all men to myself. So it's actually a misnomer, if that's the correct use of that word. When we say, I'm seeking the Lord, mm-hmm. right. you would never mm-hmm. in your sins seek mm-hmm. after the things of the Lord. Why? Because men love darkness right. yep. more than they love the light. Yep. So, uh, you know, a couple of people that I know in our church, a couple of our young people, young children, that I've had a couple conversations with that you can tell the Lord's drawing, mm-hmm. which is exciting to yeah. me. Right. Um, and so that's so, all right. Back to Revelation chapter two. I told you we wouldn't spend long on it. Um, to the angel church in Thyatira, um, the words of the Son of God. How do we know? I had a conversation with a lady today that said she has um, an acquaintance that is um, a different religion. Now, we have a faith. We don't have a religion. Mm-hmm. Why, do, why do I make that different differentiation? Is that a word? Yes, it differentiation. is. Differentiation? <laughs> okay. Well, because a religion is, is focused on the acts of the religion, the work of the religion. And it's man-made. Right. Mm-hmm. What's our faith based on? On what God has done. And yeah, what Jesus did and right. all that. So yeah, so there's a major difference. Anyway, so here's what they said. And one of their major tenets, I didn't know this <laughs> as they were talking. And they said, yeah, Jesus wasn't God. Right. And so I said, where mm-hmm. did they get that from? 
And they said, well, John chapter one, verse uh-huh. one, where it says that Jesus was with God. Mm-hmm. They say, that, okay, so if he was with God, that means he can't be God. I'm like, what do they do with the father and I are one? <laughs> I was about to say, how many other other places do you have to overlook to pick out that one and be like, well, that's what this one means, you well, know. It's what people do about yeah. baptism, yeah. too. They go to Acts 2.42 and say, well, right here it says, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. You know, which is one verse and you never to be a good exegeter, to mm-hmm. be a good expositor. You never let the little tell you what the big says. Yep. You always let the big tell you what the little is right. really saying. And so I just start throwing out these verses and this person is so funny. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I know that Jesus, I know that Jesus is God. Right. And I said, well, I'm just trying to give you some more bullets. <laughs> just pass these along. Before you're done, you know, as it were. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He was with God. Right. But he was God. Right. I mean, you you, you got to do you got to be a, well, a and pretzel if it's the, to get out of that. Right. If it's the religion that I think it is, um, they change the words also so that it doesn't. Well, they have their own translation, right? So they, it doesn't just say that the word was with God, but it says the it says in their translation the word was a God, and so that all they also have that to yeah. pointing to the fact that he was not God. Yeah. Oh my land! Anyway, so anyway, he is so he's the son of God. Now, I, oh my Atlanta, this oh let me I want to read y'all this guy that I follow on Twitter. I, I'm gonna go find him real quick. He made a statement about the Trinity, and it was just flat amazing. Um, I hope this isn't yeah there he is. Um, listen to this biblical Trinitarianism. The Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God. The Father is not the Son, the Father is not the Holy Spirit, the Son is not the Holy Spirit. There is exactly one God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yep. I mean, that's that's more than pretty good. Yeah. And, and then you're like, what? Mm-hmm. And here's the truth. Yeah, it's true, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody that can explain it fully. Right, absolutely. But here's what I do know. The Bible in John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Not was a God, but He was God. He said, the Father and I are one. Before Abraham was, I am. Right. I mean, you just, He's God. Yep. Okay? Um, So, just hitting on that real quick. And then He says this, who has eyes like a flame of fire, Hmm. speaks to His judgment. Mm Mm-hmm. And speaks to the fact that he's going to judge with, and I love how, and I got this from a commentator, so I'm just saying this straight up front. I got it from a commentator. He will judge with burning righteousness. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that adjective. I think burning is an adjective right there because it's describing righteousness. Mm-hmm. When, when you hear that, this is not a thought, but when you hear that, what, what, what is it? what is that telling us about the judgment of Jesus and, and what it's like and what it will be? Because that's what it's speaking of right there. Right. right these eyes. Um, to to me that indicates an intensity to mm-hmm. his judgment, a um, <clears throat> accuracy is not the right word, but a rightfulness to it. Accuracy. But accuracy is a good word for it, right? He's accurate. He's perfectly yeah, accurate. Right. right. Um, and so, um. That if he, if it's a, a burning judgment that um, it's not going to miss, it's not going to go, um, I guess accurate is a good word. Yeah. Um, that it's, he, he is going to judge 
righteously judge according to perfectly accurate what he needs to judge yeah. right right well i i was thinking along the lines of like I, I guess this is where metallurgy where fire purifies mm-hmm. anything that that is not holy is going to get burned away right. um so it's just that idea that that those things that you try to keep hidden we've got both light from the fire and the that purification process are going to come to light and be burned away to ashes as great thought dan that's what i you know, she never says that to me. <laughs> well, it'd be weird if she called you Dan. Well, as <laughs> long as she doesn't say jelly bean, which I was speaking Portuguese here again. So <laughs> Your accent is fantastic. <laughs> no, but think about it. And, and so while he's talking, I'm thinking about your favorite book of the Bible, Hebrews, mm-hmm. where it says the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, yeah, right. cutting to the very joints. Yes. And marrow, because that's what it is. And mm-hmm. so that ties in with John chapter one being the word. It's right. He. You're not going to hide anything. Mm-hmm. You know, this old statement, where, where's the world going to? Where it's always, we're all going to Jesus. Yeah. The question is, and I think I said this yesterday in my sermon, you're either going to see him as redeemer hmm. or as judge. Mm-hmm. Right. Redeemer, you're going to find mercy and grace and love and peace and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and all that. As judge, you're going to find a burning righteous yeah. judgment. Right. That's why I get so frustrated with people who, who act like Old Testament God and New Testament God are, are completely different. No, They're no, not. No. Yeah. That same judgment still exists if, if you don't accept Jesus Christ. Literally, the last chapter I read in this book dealt with that very issue that how people people seem to want to make the thought that God's just different in He changed into the old grandpa in New yeah, Testament. Yeah, he changed, also. Oh, no. became grandpa. No, he did not. Right. It's still there. Right. The debt's the same as it was in the Old Testament. It's just now been paid by Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Right. And he still doesn't let any... He didn't let the Pharisees get away with it. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> he called them whitewashed tombs. Uh-huh. He called them a brood of vipers. vipers. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. so the the statement, he's you're not going to get away with it. You're not. It doesn't matter who you fool here. No. Yeah, you can fool me. You go back to, man, you can sit in a church pew your whole life and you can be a good little granny, a good little grandpa, a good little dude, a good little dudette Mm -hmm. and go to hell. Right. There's but one way to heaven. Mm -hmm. Now, I want everybody to hear this clearly. It's through the blood of Jesus. Absolutely. You don't get there by the skin of your teeth. You don't get there by being a good, moral person. You don't even get there by reading your Bible every day. Mm -hmm. You don't get there by tithing every Sunday. You don't get there by having a perfect attendance in church for 50-some years. You don't get there any other way except for for Jesus. Absolutely. Because, as Alistair Begg said in that one clip, Mm -hmm. the man in the middle said I could come. Mm -hmm. Right. And we need to remember that that judgment, and you have, I mean, you have said it, but just to say it again, um, that his judgment is a righteous judgment. Yes. And his judgment is based on his righteousness, his holiness, and his love. His right. It's, it's all of it. It involves love too. Right, the righteousness. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. And so it's not based on some standard outside of himself because he is the standard and he is the only one who's righteous and he is the only one who can judge rightly. And so we have to remember that. What? What did I say wrong? No, you said something perfect. Good. Go, 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 go. It makes me nervous. Um, we have to remember that, and yeah, we yeah, have yeah. to hold on to that, and we have to be mindful of that and and not get so comfortable with God that we forget yeah. that he's holy, that he's yeah. righteous, that he is all of these things. 
That's why David said mm-hmm. in Psalm 51, and I, it just got me excited there, against you yes. and you only right. have I sinned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, see, in our society, what will we say? Well, he sinned against Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me get closer. He <laughs> sinned against you. Bathsheba. He sinned against Uzziah. He sinned against the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. He sinned. The, uh, no. David said against you. Right. Now, he wronged yeah. the others. Right. 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 He did do that. Right. But he didn't sin against them because none of them were perfect either. Well, even Joseph says that when Potiphar's wife is trying to get him to lay with her. And he says, why would I sin against God? Yeah. And and i tell you, one of the most humbling and, and kind of solemn thoughts I've ever had is just trying to, to just think of what it would feel like. You know, because, uh, look, this side of eternity, we have 50 million reasons why we sin, and it's never our fault, and it's never this Yeah, day. yeah, yeah, never is. But to, to face God with, for the first time, full understanding of, of what your sin does to him and, uh-huh. and just how filthy your sin is compared to his holiness, I, I just I can't imagine facing that without the blood of Jesus Christ right. over you. It, it is absolutely terrifying. Right. Yeah, she literally said, or he literally said, he he's building up Potiphar. I'm, I'm on the Potiphar mm-hmm. still because it ties in. And he says he, he is not greater in this house than I am, nor is he kept back anything. Talking about Potiphar from me, except you, because you are his wife. Now we would have said, how could I sin against mm-hmm. him right. with you? Right. No, he says, how can I do this great wickedness? So he calls it would be right. wickedness right. and sin against God. Right. So there's a separation. Yeah. We we yeah. forget oh, that yeah. in in the in America or in Christianity. I can wrong you, mm-hmm. but I don't ever sin against you because, right. listen, Hoss, <laughs> you are a sinner. Yep. That's breaking news to some people. Yes. <laughs> you are a sinner just like me. Right. Yeah. So we and and when you when you begin to understand that, doesn't it make it easier for you to forgive those that have wronged oh, you? Yeah. Right. Because if if Dan, if you've wronged me, mm-hmm. And I understand you've wronged me, but I un- I see that in in connection with the fact that I've sinned against God and He's forgiven me. Right. Then how could I not forgive Absolutely. you for something that was not a sin against me? It was a wrong, and it right. hurt me or whatever. But still, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at it through, when you come to realize, oh, I was going to answer your question too. If you really want to see what sin is like, how it hurts God, mm. look to the cross. Oh, absolutely, right. absolutely. <clears throat> yep. Yes. Right. I mean, it took yep. the cross. To pay our sin debt. How does sin hurt God? So, But on the flip side, how much does God love us? Yeah. You may say, how do y'all get the love from this righteous? Because it's love too. Yeah. He loves us. I said it yesterday about goodness. It's because of God's goodness. God is so good, hmm. he doesn't allow his sin to be in his presence. Absolutely. But he's also so good that he doesn't want anybody to die in their sins. Right. So he made a way because he loves us. I, I didn't I didn't touch on this yesterday uh, in my sermon in Jonah 4. God so often uses the the vocabulary of of intimacy and affection and love. Did, did you realize I, I came across this in John in Genesis? John, I was thinking. I, I was I was getting excited. I was like, oh, I, familiar territory. Let's go. <laughs> um, 
when when he's about to destroy mankind, we focus on part of this verse, but we don't focus on all this verse in Genesis 6, 6. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth. And then people are like, well, see there, God can change his views. He regretted it. He didn't. It doesn't mean he regretted it. And that here's what he regrets. Mm-hmm. You got to go after the comma. Yes. And it grieved him to his heart that he was going to have to destroy mm. his greatest creation. They, he knew he would, so he knew it was coming. Right. But, but it's still that language of affection, mm-hmm. and it's that language mm-hmm. of, of togetherness that it, it hurts God. Listen to me, you guys, that thank God is nothing but a God of wrath. It hurts him mm-hmm. when someone dies outside of his forgiveness of sins and Jesus' blood on the cross. And the fact that he he can look at us at any point in time and say, that's my greatest creation. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, I said it before, his greatest creation hurts him the most. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cows still move, dogs still bark, cats still meow, what they were created to do. Right. Man flew in his face. And went totally opposite of what we were created. And I think people forget the love that is shown through his restraint. Yeah. When, when dealing with us. Oh, we could, we could all be crispy critters if Absolutely. we didn't have long suffering. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, that's just about the eyes, like the flame of fire. We're at 25 minutes. <laughs> well, you're not surprised, are you really? I, actually, I am. I mean, we didn't talk, but like, I mean, I know we said. Well, glad we got crazy. through the introduction. Yeah. Oops, let's. Uh, <laughs> But then it says, so here it is. So, and his feet are like, at least you want to get through scripture, Jesus. <laughs> his feet are like burnished bronze. I mean, you got to be somewhere in scripture. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. His feet are like burnished bronze. And it points to someone that is pure, strong, and stable. Mm. That it, it goes mm. back to that, uh, what did you call it? The, the metallurgy. Metallurgy. Yeah. Is that a word? I don't know. I saw a book on it one time. Okay. I'm assuming I'm using it right. It's got the word metal in it, so let's go with that. <laughs> Did you read that in a book, or did you just make that up as you No, I saw home? the cover one time. I didn't say I read it. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it's, it, it's that picture of this, the word burnished, that means it is it has gotten so hot and it's bubbled so much that all the impurities have come yeah, out of it, right. and it shines. And, you know, that's what they say, how uh, the dude who does metallurgy, um, they know when all the, the Impurity. impurities, mm-hmm. there's another word for it that I couldn't think of. Um, okay. When they see their reflection, yes. that's how they know when it's done being cleansed of the impurities. Yeah. And that's what this is pointing out. And let me tell you this: God's word is pure, mm-hmm. and it is stable, and it is, and it's never changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might laugh at this. I got ripped on Facebook <laughs> on my stance on something. It was done in a, in a corner where most won't see it, but I, I was I was alerted to it <laughs> because of my stance on. So I mean, ripped. And I and and so the person that said it to me showed it. To, they they screenshot it and showed it to me, and they said, "What you gonna do?" I'm like, "Nothing. I wear that as a badge." Mm-hmm. Because it was whether because I had stood on the Bible about mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And of course, then they decide to call me names mm-hmm. and, and make these comments yeah. and, and how much they hated me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I hate that they hate me, but at the same point, I, God's word yes. says very clearly what I said. Right. Very clearly. Yep. 
<clears throat> say what they want to. Right. I was about to say, if it's the start point and end point, really how other people take it doesn't matter. Yeah, anymore. I don't care. You know? right. that, that's what people say. Yeah. I mean, because at times when I talk about stuff like that, y'all don't mind my, my saying, I don't give a rip. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. And and for this person who claims to be a Christian, to to say what they said and to think what they think, uh, you better check yourself. Mm-hmm. Just say it. Because God's word stands in direct yes. opposition yeah. to the stance you're trying to take. Just because society says something's okay. Absolutely. It's not the standard. Not the sta- it goes back to that. It's not, not the, standard. the standard. And I don't know how many times I've heard because we we actually used it on the Goose of Grace as well. You know, there's no Bible to, yeah. you know, there's no, there there's not a sequel to it. You know, it's. It is what it is, and, and it'll it'll remain true and unchanging forever. So, what do you think about that whole burnished bronze thing there? And well, home skillet. <laughs> I like it. In the <laughs> home skillet, I like it. <laughs> you like the the nickname, or you like the I like, word? I was expecting I like this really all. deep theological conversation. She's like, I like it. <laughs> Way to go, Mona. Keep him on the toes. Thanks. I'm a big fan too, Mona. Don't, don't well, and the thing that, if I have my notes, I think it Hey, your necklace says Amazing Grace. It does. <laughs> Squirrel. I, just, I thought it was a cross, and then I it looked when you're cross. talking, I was like, it is a cross, but it says Amazing Grace. Okay, sorry. All right. Squirrel. The like, burnished bronze and the brilliance, and you touched on that, but the brilliance of it, that once those all those impurities have been wiped and washed away not washed away, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> once all of those... You're not a metallurgist, are you? She ain't even seen the book cover. <laughs> um, that, that brilliance yeah. comes through and that brilliance shines and then that's what you see the reflection in. And so um, to have Jesus be, again, that standard, yeah. be the thing that um, where we need to see our reflection and if we don't, it's an ugly sight when we see it too, though. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. Right, right, you know, right. I know people are tired of hearing that, but if you're really real with yourself, mm-hmm. it, until God works on you a lot, now we're never going to be like Him until we see Him face to face. But even to see ourselves now, man, mm-hmm. right. it's an ugly sh- picture. Yes, I mean, I, I I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree with you, but as part of our sanctification, we should be becoming more and more like Christ every day. Absolutely. And so every day we should be able to see the reflection more of Christ. <laughs> but it's, I, I just had a thought. Okay. <laughs> I just had, well, no, it's just, okay. He had one so, for the day, y'all. So, so he's about to jump out of his how do you know that your reflection is looking more and more like Christ by looking into him and seeing yourself through, through his eyes. Yes. yes. Thank you for finishing. I, I done thrown my head. I mean, he, my here. man is throwing stuff but, over here. But I think so many people forget that step. They, they're they like, oh, well, compared to this person, I'm doing pretty yeah. good. That person, they don't look to, to the source, to the, the measurement. Yeah. They compare know. it to other people. But here's Absolutely. what they do. So I'm going to go a step further. All right. So what happens when a metallurgist <laughs> is doing the metal work? When a metallurgist is doing the metallurgy, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> I'm, I'm still sorting through that sentence. You tell me. Okay, what. Go ahead. You're right. So they heat the fire right. with the fan. The impurities rise to the top. They skim all those mm-hmm. impurities off. How many Christians stop at that point and go, mm-hmm. oh, I'm good now? Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I've been cleansed. I'm good. I'm, my sins have been washed away. But the problem is 
you got to wake up tomorrow. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But what, see, what that, that mm. metallurgist will do is he doesn't stop there. Right. He heats the fire yeah. even hotter. Right. And, and different impurities, impurities come, come up at different right. temperatures. Absolutely. And he does it again. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, and mm. what do we say? Uh oh, she's, she's running somewhere. Right. So, what did I talk about last night? What does suffering do? In Lamentations, chapter 3, 22 through 24. And by the way, if you've not read, just read chapter 3. I mean, it's, it, it, when he says the, word, the name of the Lord there in about verse 18 or 19, it like it flips mm-hmm. a switch. It shows us the, the sufferings that we go through show us the covenantal love of God. It shows us a covenantal compassion of God. And it shows us the covenantal faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how mm. it gets hot. It's, every one of these sufferings just get a little mm. hotter. And I'll say it for you: you don't you don't throw you into the deep end. Right. They all get a little bit more. Right. You're looking for something. Well, yeah. You found it. I mean, my favorite <laughs> my favorite verse about our trials and suffering is First Peter five ten, and First Peter five ten says, "And after you have suffered, not." You might suffer if you suffer, but after you have suffered a little while. All who seek to live godly in Christ shall suffer persecutions. Right. The God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself, and listen to these words, I love these words, restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And if that doesn't make you want to say, okay, I can endure the suffering and the trials. Yeah. So so take those with James 1, consider it all joy. Why? How can we consider it all joy? Because we're going to come out restored, confirmed, strengthened, and established. That's what it's all about. Yes. That's what Jesus is talking about here right. with burnished bronze. Right. It is. Right. And we're going to end on that. Yep. All right. Big thought. Oh, good grief. Take it away, Mona. Just... I, I think that was my big Ah, oh, I was afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, you know, I'm going to give a plug for the goose of grace. We talk about um, some of the misconceptions this week about, you know, God is, is a mean God. And, and look, well, everything we've talked about today, you know, even the judgment is through the lens of love. It's because he loves us. He wants us to be holy and, and to be able to – be there with him in eternity and we can't be there if we're not holy so we you know it, everything he does comes back to love and it, it's not this mushy do whatever you want you know kind of love it's it's the real deal the that purifying love that we've talked about today so just don't look at him as a mean god there's a lot of i mean just go back through this episode there's plenty of proof otherwise if, if he was a mean god he'd have just let you go on the hell over all twice about it yep and so I will give another big cut because, and we've said it many times in many different episodes, 
But we always have to remind ourselves that God does not act outside of any one of his characters. Absolutely. All of his characteristics work together. And so, yes, God is a God of wrath, but that wrath is done within his righteousness and his goodness mm-hmm. and his love and his mercy and his grace. So, yes, God is a God of love, but that love acts within his righteousness and his wrath and his mercy and his grace. He cannot set any part of himself aside and and only focus on one thing. If he did that, he would not be God. Absolutely. So we always have to remember that. If he stops being God, we are in a world right. of trouble. <laughs> right. All right, so here's my big thought. God is God. He always will be. Mm -hmm. He always has been. Mm -hmm. And he alone is perfect. Mm -hmm. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you. We're thankful that you are God. And Lord, all we ask is for you just to be God Mm -hmm. and to show us daily that you're moving in us and through us, for us, because we know all this. And Lord, just remind us that you love us so much. God, help us to want to know more about you. Lord, we love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Um, had my home slice right there, hey, Miss Mona. Had my main man, Dan Jellybean, yeah. over there working the mic again today. <laughs> hey, thank you guys. God bless. Bye. Bye, y'all.